Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Welcome to the Boost. Happy Monday. Those that are here live, those here any day of the week, thanks so much for being here. Well, let's get back into it. We've been talking about this idea of effort, living an effort-based life. Over the weekend, I had the opportunity to speak to this incredibly brave, heroic girl who this high Baschana, may she have a complete refuah shalema. And I asked her if she had any questions about what we've been talking about, and she she sent me a really, really deep one. I wanted to read it. That's okay. If I can find it quick enough for everybody. Here it is. I thought of something for the daily boost. When someone is going through a tough time, is it okay to allow himself to be down for a little? Or it's something that he should work on. How does someone stay sincerely happy during unsure, difficult periods? Now, good question. If you're living in the world of effort, in the world of effort, and what we spoke about at the end of last week, in the world of being inner, an inner person, you're battling. And in the world of battling, there are moments where you feel like you're on top of the world. And there are moments where you feel like you're, you're losing. So I want to delve into that a little bit and share my, my perspective on it for whatever it's worth. We live in a world where happiness is, I think, defined as a certain emotion that makes us feel as if everything is going right. Like you're happy when you win. You're happy when you're off. You're happy when you're on vacation. You're happy when you're eating. You're happy when you're sleeping. You're happy when you're indulging. You're happy when your team wins. If your team gets upset in the playoffs, you're unhappy. So the the world that we sort of live in paints this picture that the material world has ups and downs. And when we are on the up, when things are working out for us, when we get the job, when we get that person, when we get what we want, in those moments, everything is right with the material world. And that is happiness. You can almost can picture someone happy, someone like, you know, in the middle of indulging in whatever they want. And I'm sure if I don't remember any of them because it's been a while, thank God. I'm sure you can probably recite off commercials of where people on the screen are happy because they're indulging in the product that they want you to buy. I took this in college. I took a course in college. In in college, I majored in um, the pre-law major in college was um, 
communications and poli sci. They had like a joint major that was like specific for pre-law students. It was like half political science and half communications, which is pretty cool. But some of the communications courses wasn't just like public speaking. It was like understanding media. It was cool stuff. The psychology of a, of a sitcom back in the old days when you had sitcoms. And they explained what, it, what they were trying to accomplish by connecting you to characters until they were just part of your life. So we had a course on the psychology of advertising. It's fascinating stuff. And the goal of advertising is not to connect you to a product. The goal of advertising is to connect you to a feeling. Everybody wants to feel happy. Everybody wants to feel successful. And life has you grapple with that. And when you look up at the billboard or at the commercial and you see somebody having a great life and they happen to have the product in their hands, your brain starts to neuroplasticity. Your brain starts to connect the feelings that I want and the product that's in front of you. Now, that makes no, doesn't make any logical sense, but life isn't always logical. If life were logical, we'd be eating healthy all the time, like we'd be good to each other, like it'd be fine. Life, life isn't logical. It's more emotional than logical. And if you watch enough times, the same product being served to like a group of people that are all having a great time, everybody looks perfect on screen, you start to say, oh, that's what I need. And when you take the product, it gives you a feeling, the car that you drive, the things that you have. It's amazing. Watch. I mean, hopefully don't watch it, but you know, if you happen to come across these ads, they're total wastes of time. And they're built with brilliant individuals. The advertising industry is brilliant. Understand human psychology. And understand that if I could sell a feeling to you, then I'm going to get you. I'm not selling a product. I'm selling a feeling. And the feeling that I'm selling to you is the feeling of happiness as defined by having what you want in the way you want it. You can like almost picture, you know, you know, athletes after they cross the finish line with the gold medal, like on their knees, like, you know, head to the sky and joy and like you can see the joy and say that's what brings you joy and we love that we love watching champions celebrate people watch the parades it's amazing you'll watch i did this you'll watch a parade of another team winning a championship you just love the joy you love watching somebody else who overcame triumph joy I just use joy as a verb. And so in your brain, you start to connect feelings of happiness and joy with when it all works out in the world. And that becomes sort of how you find your joy. When the world works for you, the resulting feeling is joy. So then you go out into your life. And when it works out, you get a feeling of happiness. You get some feeling 
and you go, that's it. And then when it doesn't work out, you feel, oh man, you feel down. And you feel down until you get to get it to work out the way you want by either changing the goals or by just hoping towards the future. This is where the lower level effort comes in, right? You lose the game. You're really upset because it didn't work out for you. And someone says, hey, you really tried. And that sort of makes you feel better because at least you didn't win, but at least somebody acknowledged you. So if you're playing in a game with lots of people watching and you really wanted everybody to cheer for you and that didn't happen, at least one person cheers you in the house. That's okay. Or you start planning next year's win, how it's going to be and the hopefulness, but it all surrounds one thing. It works out for you. That's a results driven way of seeing the world. It's normal. It's typical. We all feel it. It's results driven. The way an effort driven person sees the world is that happiness is not the result of everything working out for you. Happiness is really empowerment. And empowerment is the recognition that you have the strength to grapple with every moment in your life. When, when someone gives, let's assume that somebody gives you a car, let's, let's assume you love driving and someone gives you a brand new Maserati and says, go, you know, 50 miles from here. Um, because I need you to drop me a package. Do you mind in the new Maserati that I gave you? You're like, yeah, sure. No problem. Oh, and by the way, uh, yeah, there's no speed limits and nobody's driving. It's, it's like Corona. It's like March of last year. So no cops, no speed limits. No one's on the road. Here's a Maserati. You love driving. Can you go 50 for me? 50 miles in it, miles from me and drop a package. You're like, uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that. You're not going to feel happy when you get to the 50 miles and drop off the package, when it all works out, the happiness is the driving the Maserati. In fact, you'd be happy if it was a hundred miles away. You get to drive a Maserati if you love driving and there's no speed limit and there's no one on the road. You're empowered. You're behind a powerful machine that's flying you through life. The feeling you have behind the Maserati is not, I hope I get to that goal in time. I hope it works out that I get there and I can drop the package off. Even if you get there and drop the package off and there's like streamers that come in and it's live stream that everybody cheers for you. What you loved is the feeling of getting behind the strong vehicle and navigating the streets and going. If you look at a real athlete, a real athlete that's been doing it a long time, as much as they want to win a Super Bowl, they love the game more than they love winning. There's a certain feeling called empowerment. Empowerment is, I've got a really powerful machine called my soul 
And I've got a life to bring that out. And in bringing out my soul, I'm going to develop things that are beyond what I have right now. I'm going to develop a certain level of resilience and kindness and patience and strength and wisdom. I'm going to elevate this body of mine to be able to navigate the world in ups and downs. I'm going to share with other people and light them up. I'm going to show people how to be strong. I'm going to show people how to be kind and friendly. I'm going to show people how to be generous. I've got an entire life to drive the strongest Maserati in the world because nothing in the world can contain a soul because a soul is infinite and the world is finite. So even if I win some race, even if I get some grade, it pales in comparison to the machine that I use to get there called my soul. So as King Solomon says, better go into a house of mourning than a house of festivities. What he's getting at is don't be someone who loves being depressed. He means when you walk into a house of mourning, it reminds you of things beyond just indulgence. And that should turn you on to go, wait a second, I got this one life and I got this incredible machine. Let's go do something great with it. You spend too much time in parties and you think the whole goal of life is just consuming. There's too many parties in your life. You're living a life of consumption. There's too much to do to always be at a party. Okay, every once in a while, God bless, but to always be in a party. There's too much to do in life. And so that wonderful girl who asked that question down down is a result and in times in life we feel like it's not working out for us and that's okay that's normal it doesn't always work out the material world doesn't always respond to what we want But it's in those moments when things are down that you have the opportunity to empower yourself, to remind yourself that it's in these difficult moments that I can start to stretch muscles of greatness that are within me. When life is smooth, I don't have to flex, I don't have to dig. I get to coast. The feelings of it all works out washes over me. When life gives you a dip and you go down a little bit and you feel like things aren't working out, it's in those moments that you can dig into a piece of yourself and empower yourself Remind yourself that you're going to push yourself to get through this. And when you get through this, you're going to find a, a hole that just brought out a piece of your soul that never had brought out before. It's a high level. In the physical world, I talk about this all the time, the, the world of the weightlifter who could be very physical, but sits under that bench 
and has that little bit of excitement, knowing that the weight that I'm going to pull up, I've never done before. And if I can get this up, I'm going to now gain a strength that I never had before. It's that feeling of the real student, the real student, you know, in Hebrew, there's a concept called, what's the Hebrew? It's called a Talmud Chacham. It's an interesting word. Talmud Chacham is a student who's wise. It's interesting because you wouldn't call a rabbi who's 85 studying Talmud his whole life a student, but yet we call him a student, a Talmud. He's just a wise Talmud. Well, why is he a wise Talmud? Because no matter how old somebody is, when you come across a difficult problem, you realize there's an excitement of being a student again. I'm going to learn something that I never knew before. I'm going to push my mind into an area that I never pushed my mind before. And I'm going to gain wisdom in a way that I never gained wisdom before. Because the only way you gain strength is through challenge. And the only way you gain wisdom is through being a student. That student that walks in and is overwhelmed and at the end of the semester gets the material. That's life. That moment of dip, that moment of low, that moment of down, if the perspective is right, can be the greatest impetus for the high. And there's a concept like this in spirituality where sometimes the only way to lift yourself higher is by going down first. It does, spirituality doesn't work incrementally. It's dynamic. You go up and down and up and down and up and down. And sometimes going down is what really allows you to go up. And that's what it means to be effort driven. It means that when we encounter anything that's down, and hopefully we should never know pain, when we encounter anything that's down, at that moment, our mind breaks. And either we go, shoot, I'm down. The material world isn't working out. Happiness is when it does work out, and now it's not working out. I feel down. I feel lost. I feel hopeless. Or we go, wait, wait. Down means that I have to reach into something. Down means that I have to do something that I had never had to do before. And when I find that bit of strength, I'm going to be able to have, I'm going to have it forever. There's a little bit of an excitement when you're down, because you know that when you're down, you're going to learn something and you're going to be something. That when it all turns back up, you're going to have that forever. All right, we'll continue this. Speedy recovery for Yehudis Chayabas Baschana. All right, everybody, we'll continue talking about this with God's help. Thanks so much for joining us. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.